0: Oh hello, everybody. Welcome in. This is Coach V. I am with Coach McVicker and Coach Shaken Blake. How are you guys doing?
1: Doing great. Not doing too bad.
0: Yeah. Good. Good. Well, happy to be with you. Uh, We thought we'd do a little something different today, and I thought we'd talk about most interesting things from... Each group. So it could be a player that's going off. It could be a team per overperforming, a team underperforming. We'll just go group by group. Let's start off with the Jones group. We got Manassas Carnegie starting off 2 30, 0, plus 34 point differential for both of them. Nashville and Ocala both lost our um, first two games. Uh,
2: How are you feeling, coach?
0: Uh, it, you know, <laughs> the Manassas one hurt, you know. Uh, yeah. I felt like we played all right, but we missed a bunch of free throws, and then, um, well, Watkins tied it up with a three. We, we just we had chances. We're trying to put it all together, and it's just yeah. hard, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Usually, it takes us a little bit, and then we can uh, get rolling. So,
2: oh, I've got I've got a hot take, or maybe a con- controversial question.
0: Yeah, go for it.
2: I've heard it a lot, where you have. Um, so we know there are hidden stats, right? We know that there are like hidden attributes for each of these players. Do you see at all, since you've been in this league a lot longer than we have, um, have you seen, do you see players play better in scrims and exhibition or worse in scrims and exhibition than you hit regular season or postseason, and see them break out of their shells? Or is it just more of a, just teams figuring it out?
0: Uh, You know, there's a lot of different things that go into it. I would say, uh, I would say scrims are, I mean, I got a buddy. um, You guys might know him, Tim Whalen. He says, (laughs) I don't trust trust the scrims. I don't trust them. them. (laughs) But he still runs them, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. But, but, uh, yeah, I think this, I mean, I think it's, I mean, I don't think they, change anything i think guys go on hot streaks and cold streaks though um yeah. and you just want your guys playing well at the best time you know so mm-hmm. i think you can learn a lot from scrims but um they don't always play to their peak players don't always play to their peak ability and you can't always control when that actually happens uh which is a little frustrating but um also why we love the game <laughs> yeah
2: all right I mean I'm not too surprised so looking at the Jones group I'm not too surprised you know you (laughs) Carnegie just being Carnegie Um, yeah and then Manassas is a is a solid team right they've got their best class now seniors so you'd expect them to be playing you would hope them to be playing at least to their to the peak of their ability actually just looking at it like they're only starting their Cameron James, who's the only senior, but shooting you know twenty-one points at sixty percent through two games. So that's yeah, doing
0: what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I would say you know. I'm kind of, I'm a little surprised by Carnegie. I mean, obviously we know they're a really talented team, but they relied so much last year on Evan Jones and they just don't have him this year. Joseph Hill last year shot 37.4% from the field. And through two games, he's shooting 54.3% and 21 points a game. And uh, that's, that's a little surprising to me. Um, I mean, someone's got to step up, right? Some, you can't You can't lose a guy like Evan Jones and just expect, Oh, those points, no one's going to take them. Like someone's going to step up. Someone's got to get the points, but um, it's a little surprising to see like, okay, in some ways, I mean, you can't say Evan Jones is holding the rest of the team back, but um, some of those players might feel like they kind of have their handcuffs taken off and it's like, Oh, I can actually do something where I don't feel like I'm hurting the team. If I'm, if I'm missing shots, you know,
2: no longer the evan jones show
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah maybe maybe there's some locker room drama that's no longer there you know yeah, maybe so a little bit i mean they, they
0: made it to the ntt finals so sure. <laughs> it's, hard to, it, it's hard to argue with uh, the way coach jfm was uh running his program or anything but it's just interesting to see that the play some of the other players are stepping up so that's kind of my take for this group
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah um I I don't have any more. I mean, we'll we'll look for you making some more free throws on the, <laughs> on the coming games.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Trevor Watkins had a amazing. I mean, he's been he's he's really good. He didn't do the best the first game, but uh, last game he had 35 points, 4 assists, 5 steals, zero turnovers. I mean, the guy was a monster. So, yeah. And that's that's a pretty incredible stat line. Right. so we'll see if we can figure it out we usually do but it takes some time you know it takes some time so let's let's look at the next group let's look at the Willowford group so um Willowford group you're in this group yeah I, I mean I think it's a little surprising that you started off 0 two um me too, you know <laughs> me too you're playing tough he's, pretty bad, hurt. he's pretty bad hurt Oh.
1: My.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're playing some tough team I mean obviously Duluth right it's right you that's that's a really tough team, you know, and you know, it's twenty-two point game. It, yeah, that I mean, that's mm-hmm. a tough team. Noah Brown got in a little foul trouble. Is that right? I believe or did so. Did you switch it up? Well, I guess only had two fouls. Uh,
2: I Noah Brown and Tanner Lawson. They have their roles. They tend to split time. Okay. Uh, okay. On on purpose. So, um, honestly, Noah did what he what I needed him to do. Uh, he slowed down Isaiah Tippins. Isaiah Tippins had 38-something points on the first game. And Isaiah only had 12 points, went six for 14. So Isaiah and Blake on court, in, or sorry, Blake and Noah on Isaiah and court, I think, did decent. You know, court had 10 assists, but you're going to do that when your team is shooting 42. Sh- you're making 42 shots, right? Sure. But they forced four turnovers from the point guard uh and you know made Isaiah miss the ball he yeah. still threw in you know six assists two steals and three blocks on us so how much did we actually sell him down I don't
0: know yeah one thing that's interesting with Duluth is you know you got I mean you got a guy like Seth Kruger who you know is known for defense rebounding and passing who mm-hmm. just got taken to I mean 31 really and good. 21 by Matthew Sullivan that's I mean, those are video game numbers, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I, I have to tack this up to just like, and I mean, Seth didn't have a terrible game. Like, and if you look at the box score, right, it's, I mean, definitely not a great game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But not a terrible game. Uh, but I have to tack it up to like, Seth had a bad game and Matthew had a great game. And that just, it's unfortunate that it they met together at that time um because i've i've we've run scrims against duluth and yeah. and seth has played well against seth and connor both have played well against well it was christian and uh so wilford and matthew last season um yeah. but yeah That's just not, not, That's not this time
0: yeah scottsdale is an interesting team in this group they're two and oh they've been doing well you know both game they've they beat Denver by five. They beat you guys by, um, 16. Yeah. Um, Scottsdale has some talent. You see, like, yeah. that, I mean,
1: Austin Carter and both Jared, and Ned Jerry McKinley, both are shooting very mm-hmm. well. McKinley's shoot well, 60, 65% true shot. You can't ask for much better.
0: Yeah. And when you drop there's, to 21. yeah. And you look at Scottsdale's schedule, um, you had San Antonio, who's 2-0, and then you got Fremont, you guys, and then Clearwater, mm-hmm. and then they finish with Duluth. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not uh, – I don't see a reason they can't go uh, 5-0 and into that Duluth game. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, these are still some really solid teams that they're going to have to beat.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I – it was interesting because the the lineup that I sent to Scottsdale um, was, a, was a risky one. We ran that lineup a couple of times. So uh, through the scrims that we'd played, there was only one team that had beaten us in regulation and that was Yakima. And we, the lineup that I sent to Yakima that beat Yakima was this lineup, was uh, having Blake, th- Blake play point guard, Kyle Elmore, who's part of our freshman class who really can't do anything but shoot. Uh, and so it's just a bunch taller class Uh, having a 6'5 point guard and 6'6 shooting guard. Um, And it just did I thought, I was like, wow, I found my new lineup, right? It was like in all the scrims that we ran, we ran like three or four scrims with that lineup. And they just, you know, Blake was dropping 20 plus. Kyle was dropping 20 plus. Ashton was putting up high teens. And Tanner and Noah were able to come off the bench and throw in good minutes as well. And so I was like, oh, this is it this is it, we found it, right, and then just to get destroyed by Scottsdale was like, okay, hold up, never mind, wait a second, Mm -hmm. the uh, Kyle Elmore train of, oh, I can shoot, but if I'm shooting bad, I'm not going to stop shooting, (laughs) is a bit (laughs) unfortunate, so.
0: (laughs) So, let's look at the next group, Um, we'll look at the uh, Ireland group. We got, so you guys talked about this in the preview, you got San Antonio, Reno, Carbondale, and Yuma. I th- I mean, Yuma brought in a decent class. They got some height, much needed height. Um, mm-hmm. and they've just been struggling. They, they, they haven't, um, they haven't really kept it close or, um, anything like that. in any other games they've, they've gotten blown out to by like two good teams, you know, Reno and Carbondale, they're not, they're not, um, they're not pushovers by any means, but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was expecting Yuma to put up a little bit more of a fight, at least in the first couple of games.
1: Yeah, San Antonio is playing well. I mean, three player, uh, four players in double digits, almost, almost five. Um, if you count Brendan's striker off the bench, um, and Zakarius has played well, so
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. They got 90.5 points per game. They're shooting 58.7% true shooting as a team. Mm -hmm. Um, They just got it going on right now. You know, you got guys like, I mean, Stryker, Kathy, and Sykes all shooting like very, very high percentages and Mm -hmm. making them. So, I mean, they can't keep that up. Um, That's, that's for sure. That's not, that's not realistic to keep up, but Looking at their schedule upcoming, you got this big game against Scottsdale. They've played the they've played the meat of their schedule already, you know. And you go into the you go into the regular season. You got Phoenix, Aberdeen, and Yuma. So I like I like them. Like right now, they look really they look hot. They're, they look like they're getting together at the right time. But Aberdeen's always a team that kind of has a and really. You can't talk about averaging without talking about Reginald O'Donnell. This guy scored 39 and 36 points in a uh in the first two in the first two <laughs> games.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
0: yeah. he's he he's averaging 17.5 threes a game. Like that's <laughs>
2: that's great i mean
0: a very very small sample size but this sophomore just looks like i mean he scored 17 points a game last year and uh, not great efficiency
2: hopefully he's shoot that many threes <laughs>
0: it's crazy right
2: holy cow
0: yeah so he lost to morgantown and he shot 17 threes in that game so he, he shot pretty efficiently for for that game Versus yeah. Clearwater, he scores 39, 18 threes in that game. Um, maybe just likes, I, I don't know. I mean, what what can you say? Like, he he lost his two big men from last year. Uh-huh. Um, and Emmanuel Wright was taking a lot of points. Um, in there now, they got Zachary Estrada coming in, uh, and then splitting between Vic and Todd uh, at the power forward. So, I I don't know. It's interesting though, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, that's an interesting team. Um, Reno's going a little lower than, struggling a little more than we thought. Um, they're the only freshman they're getting any any minutes is Eric Reese, uh, who you know I thought would be right. So twenty seven points on fifty seven percent true shot. So we'll see if they continue their continue like their lineup from last year. Mm-hmm. which you know makes sense it worked for them right yeah or yeah. uh if they'll actually give an op- an option to it
0: but so you guys didn't stop me when i started talking about the wrong group there
2: <laughs> what group were we looking at
0: yeah for some reason i started talking about Aberdeen from the uh it's
2: fine it's fine it's fine it's all good
1: we're now merging, so yeah, thats was good. Right, you see Aberdeen.
2: You talked about it because they were in uh, one of the groups or in the schedules of one of the of uh, uh, one of the areas. Yes,
0: that's great. Yeah,
2: it connected. It's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, I already talked about Aberdeen. Anyone else you want to uh, talk about in the Hodge group? We had Clearwater, who's went zero and two. Um, definitely a little lower than expected Santa Fe's two and O, but only uh, plus 12 in the point differential. Um, that's kind of surprising, right? Like last year they were an NTT team lose two seniors that were holding a lot for them. And, you know, right. so far they've won both their games. So we can't complain. Santa
1: Fe was my pick to win this group. So they
0: were.
2: Yeah. Nice. Uh,
1: that's all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> I, I'm just saying what what I just want to say is that like in the schedule they've just played the easy the first two easiest teams.
1: Oh, so when they so when they beat Rockford uh, tomorrow, we'll okay. we'll, we'll uh, have we we'll have a good day.
0: Okay. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. Having... tough to argue with you right now. <laughs>
2: yeah. mm-hmm. What's going on with Clearwater? I haven't taken a look at them. Is my
0: So, with Clearwater, I don't think he was as excited about his class. They lost a lot from last year. Yeah. I um, lose Jeremiah Mitchum, who was doing, and Jamarcus Bailey, who were doing literally almost literally everything for them. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were combining for 46 points out of their 81. Um, right. So, I mean, I, I think they have an okay team, but. It's tough when you're breaking in three freshmen and trying to play them all. Right. Yeah.
2: I will say Daniel Godfrey's thrown up 21 points on 65% true shot. So yep. he has zero steals and zero blocks. Uh, I mean, yeah.
0: The small uh small sample size, you know, you gotta love it, right? Yep. <laughs> so
2: but yeah. Oh, he's he's going Troutman over Toby. Okay. That was my big question for them is whether they started Troutman or, or Toby for their center so
0: okay yeah so I think you know that Aberdeen Santa Fe um matchup coming up is gonna be big and Aberdeen's coming into the teeth of their schedule and so is Santa Fe it might be an interesting group Morgantown um you know they they were in the PT uh T last year they brought a 64-45 class but they lost the nine four class so if you lose guys like nicholas johnson dylan flores and uh joseph hewitt it's going to be hard right. they've done okay you know and and what in the little time they've gotten they beat a good aberdeen team and mm-hmm. overtime they kept it close with santa fe i don't think anyone in this group is like overwhelming like this group's pretty open i think
2: mm-hmm. yeah i, I can see so.
0: the winner being be three and three right
2: yeah and Morgan, what Morgantown? Well, Morgantown does have the and Salt Lake up next, but then they've got Denver and Clearwater to finish it out. So, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah, cool. Well, next group we have is the young group, right? Yep. So we got Rockford with a big lead there. Charlotte and Huntsville. Charlotte was a really solid team. We talked. I talked about this a little bit with uh, um, Coach Future Star. Yeah, let's
1: uh Rockford is shooting out of their mind right now. I mean, yeah, Raphael, who's 26 points and 60% true shot. All loading, yeah. Yeah,
0: I'll
1: yeah. Um I'll I'll, I'll Fredo or whatever. Uh, <laughs> so I, little, you know, yeah. I'm I'm notorious at saying bad names. Michael corrects for me mm-hmm. on pronunciation all the time, so I apologize. <laughs> uh is yeah, everybody's just shooting out of their minds right now, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so um, Charlotte's breaking in a new point guard and shooting guard with. Uh, D'Angelo Garden has done really well. He scored 19.5 points on 59.3% shooting, 66.4% true shooting, 7.5 assists, 1.5 um, turnovers. He's playing really, really well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, you got to love that. Um, they did lose to Huntsville in the first game, um, you know, but he, he put up his. He had 16 and 13 three steals. Right.
2: Um, and it looked like Huntsville really just had a good game, right? So, they their point, they went 56 from the field and scored, you know, 19 points uh, from free throw. Yeah. Right? So, That'll help. how much
0: do you – well, then again, we the seven
1: from from three. Our large shot, 60%, so –
0: they struggled in the uh, in the Rockford game, mainly because of free throw differential and turnover differentials and rebounds. Yeah.
2: rebounds, but, Half.
0: Yeah. 21 and more free throws for Rockford and yeah. um, 13 more turnovers for for Huntsville. So they're just getting a lot of extra and rebounds. So they're getting yeah. a ton extra possessions. I mean, Honestly,
1: yeah. You needed the 60% shot to be down almost 20 free throw uh 20 rebounds on them I'm actually shocked it's that close
0: yeah Mm. so um let's look at the next group we have the Harris group and I mean I don't think you can talk about this group without talking about how good St. Paul looks they -hmm. look scary um you know I think they took to heart that early season loss last year um in the NTT and Mm -hmm you know they got they got so much better you know they they look really good um, Robert Lubwick enters the starting lineup and he's just he he takes over Carr and Harris's spot you know and then he puts in Taylor Ewing and they're they're shooting um, 60% 61% from 3 59 um, 59 from true shooting, uh, 92 points a game, and they're holding teams to 64. So it's like they're one of the best offensive and the best defensive teams Mm in the league. And, okay, they didn't play the most amazing schedule, um, but uh, so a lot of those, okay, I will say a lot of that is due to how they just annihilated Phoenix. Yes, Right, it is. So how much do we say that this was due to them playing Phoenix and how much do we say it's due to them? They're really good.
2: Uh, I want to say a lot of it's due to playing Phoenix. I mean, I, I think they're good for sure.
0: Uh, uh,
2: yeah. I don't think you're going to consistently get 16. You should, he has what? 23 points or 26 points from two guys off the bench right now. Uh that are, mm. I mean, they're putting up, you know, close to 20 minutes, but I don't think that's going to be consistent. Um,
1: yeah, especially when you get your starting small forward with 13 points in the
2: back, up scoring 16. You're definitely not going to continue at 60%
0: yeah. uh, from three. And they didn't. They didn't. Versus Clemson, they were... They were only 44, which is still nice, but they didn't shoot that many. They did get to the line 21 times, which is nice. Robert Lubbock had a really nice game of 20 and eight, five blocks for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anna Arbor said that he got smoked by them. he so They kind of humbled him a little bit. Yeah. You know,
1: Anna
0: Arbor is <laughs> Ann a pretty good team.
2: Yeah. yeah so sure.
0: that's a – yeah, I'm interested to see what happens – with them you know we know that we know coach blue's good coach he's he's got a good team i mean they got to be one of the favorites though i think
2: Mm -hmm. yeah it's interesting that their freshman classes so the ranking is so high for you know freshman robert ludwig ludwig
0: yeah but he shared his ratings with me and he's a stud (laughs) me and him were on him for a 1-1 tie and uh, he chose uh he chose saint paul which was
2: Painful. Mm-hmm. got a little bit
0: of a punch in the gut um yeah so yeah we'll see what happens um brandon pratt's playing incredible 57 seven percent um shooting but again he played he played phoenix um i guess he only went uh eight for 16 in that game but uh, phoenix phoenix seems to solve a lot of teams problems with their mm-hmm. offense. yeah at least at least right now and he's got a tough schedule coming up with Carbondale Yale, and I were myself, and then St. Paul. So, I mean, I see St. Paul running away with this, but they play Duluth too, so that should be that should be interesting. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. the Duluth Killers, you know.
0: And they play Manassas, so and Fremont coming up. How do you how, how are you going to approach him shaking uh, Shaking so Blake? They're your game. Um,
1: we're gonna uh, we'll get to me at some point, but our our team is. St- not playing well right now. We'll
2: just say keep the ball, keep them from shooting the ball. That's yeah. how you do. It. Yeah, that's how you.
0: Four that. more points.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Score more points. Yeah.
1: That's Hopefully cool. we ever would be nice to have our turnaround game uh, tomorrow. So,
0: um, cool. Well, let's look at the next group. We have the Simmons Group. Matt two and zero. Ann Arbor one and one. Tacoma one and one. In Plainview zero and two. So Matt has been uh, mapping up the floor yeah with Tacoma
2: like that's a massive game
0: yeah yeah
1: really good freshman class they're playing pretty well
0: yeah so Montpelier replaced their best class McBron two freshmen I kind of mentioned this lineup going a little jumbo this year but Nicholas Gordon 71 percent from the field 72.5 for two shooting he hasn't made a three yet but still like 23.5 points a game uh that that's exciting, you know. And yeah. Moises Scary looks like he's living up to the um, to his billing with fourteen points, three and a half assists. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's a jumble lineup. Teams are going to have a hard time matching up with these guys because of their height.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize Moisey was six six, and Christian was six yes. seven.
2: Interesting, Moisey going from power forward to point guard, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I have, two, I have two of them, Vabrel and Wade, both yeah. will power forward at one point yeah.
0: in their career. So he's got a good team. Um, you got to like what Coach Russack is doing there in uh, Montpelier, and you look at his schedule coming up. He's got Riverside, Ocala, and he's got Duluth and Ann Arbor. So uh, he should be four and zero going into that Duluth game. That Duluth game should be interesting. He's got the height to at least match him.
2: Right. Yeah. It's. You could he could go, you know, he could go six and oh, could he be could he fall the giant? I don't know. But I mean, he definitely has the option. I Ann Arbor. I don't know how they're uh, how they're doing with, you know, Anthony Baker, the offensive specialist who plays no defense and basically your James Harden of DTL right. Yeah. So. Hey, hey, hey.
0: You're you're being a little too kind to James Harden. You know? Gotta <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: play on the stereotype a little about you. <laughs> Um
0: but uh no uh yeah it, that should be interesting. I I mean we all think that Ann Arbor is a really a really solid team and I think we're all shocked. Like I think that's yeah. the interesting thing from this game. It's like they lost to coma like not that Tacoma's bad. I, I'm not gonna say that. I think I think Tacoma's a really like, but after what Tacoma did in the first game against uh Matt Pelier, you're like, okay, okay, what?
1: Yeah, I'm just surprised they they got obliterated on the boards. Like, yeah, Alexander Poole and Jacob uh, Pirela oh, obliterated them, yeah. and uh, both Tacomas had they were both shorter, so yeah that's what surprises me that's the most standout thing right now because yeah you both both uh, Ann Arbor's players had an inch and four inches yeah. on both of them so
0: so I guess that's the question is that the blueprint to be in Ann Arbor you have to rebound you know like it's does that become the blueprint now mm-hmm. yeah
2: I mean they're throwing up 81 shots right so it's either yeah. you get the ball or they're going to get the ball again. So I mean, it doesn't hurt
0: when when rod goes eight for twenty-four. You know, you you gotta you gotta like that. So
2: right.
1: yeah, yeah. I'm interested in the seven-two freshman at uh, power forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Just intrigued at why power forward not center.
0: Yeah, and that's the question. Do you switch them? You know, do you switch them? Do you put Cecilia, knowing that you know what doesn't matter if he can rebound or not. A seven one guy is gonna grab some boards.
1: Seven two, yeah. I mean seven, two, if you, yeah. If you go off of gadfly yeah, every inch is a rebound stat or something like that, is what do you a see? rating, yeah. Yeah, a rating. So like by that logic, 12, 1, twelve, one, two, I don't know, five plus five on the rebound category. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, which is interesting.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't get easier for Ann Arbor, they got Charlotte rivalry and then rivalry games with Rochester, O'Cala, and Montpelier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously they go through conference 15 too. I think they're going to be fine. Um, they should win conference 15, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, this is, this is not enough to make you say, huh, you know, but all their goals are in front of them still. Charlotte's a beat. I mean, these are all beatable teams. It might, they'll probably come down to the, it could come down to that Montpelier game at the end.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: All right, so the next group we got is the Good Heart Group. So Salt Lake City, Flagstaff, Yakima, and Hershey. Hershey has struggled um, so far. Salt Lake City, they're looking good. I've been a little interested by Salt Lake City just because you know you you expect Crowley to build off his uh, performance last year and just even take a. Bigger stuff, especially you get a couple more guys that can really shoot. But Colby Wayner has been playing really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, 22 points a game. Bruce Hernandez, the senior, 19 points a game. Crowley's just kind of taking a back seat and he's like, okay, I'll I'll wait my turn when I get it. I mean, oh, I'm gonna yeah. curious, but um, it's kind of interesting.
2: Right. It is no, nope, he ended up playing. I was gonna say he, he got a position switch, but no, he ended up playing mostly power forward last year i know that he played a decent amount like he got switched around a lot to shooting guard yeah he got put in shooting guard a decent bit so but no he mostly played power forward Mm -hmm. yeah but we'll see that's interesting because they're not even really adding in other than david morgan right they're not adding in anything different so that's just i don't know that's weird but Mm -hmm. small sample size
0: yeah something to make you think though Mm -hmm. um Cool. Let's, uh, any, yeah, other teams in this group, you got Flagstaff and Yakima. Um, you guys know Yakima well. Um, Flagstaff's got a really good team. I mean, I think we can probably safely say, I mean, Hershey, um, you know, they lost they lost a lot. So it's going to be hard for them to really replicate um, what they had. But, um, yeah, any thoughts on Flagstaff or Yakima?
1: Flagstaff, I mean, Dominic. McCall's got thirty four points per game. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's getting approaching almost half the points for um, the whole team. So basically half the points. So I mean, he's shooting fantastic. Mm-hmm. Probably will slow down at some point, but I imagine he's probably got somebody else that'll probably step up, Austin mm-hmm. Bailey, or um, maybe one of the maybe one of the posts. Potentially, but yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, i I ran a number of, and then i, I ran a number of scrims against Yakima. Um, I think right now, what you're seeing is the freshmen having some, you know, jitters. nervous jitters. Yeah, they're having some jitters. I they played very well against me, and so um, I I expect them to to kind of come out of their shell as as the season goes on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, something, you know, um, something to think about. I mean, Stalworth, he laid an egg against Salt Lake City, and they still only lost by eight. You know, he went six for 19. Um, definitely um, definitely not what you want. But next up, you got Morgantown. Then you got Carnegie, Plainview, so-and-two, then, and then Flagstaff. I still like Yakima. Um, I think they can get it together, but it's tough when you know you, you're you're thrown into the Lions. den your first your first game, you're playing the PNTT, and uh, all the lights are on you. It's like okay, you've had YouTube highlights in high school, but uh, mm-hmm. now it's like now it's real, you yeah. know? Now it's real. It's like, okay, yeah, cool. You got 21 points a game on 59% shooting in high school. Everyone does that, but now you got real defenders going against you. And these are the best teams in the league. So, um, I mean, I'm interested, I'm room for the young guy, but, um, it's hard, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Cool. Let's, uh, so the next group is the Thomas group. Um, so, I thought you know Fremont was going to run away with this group. You guys were barely like you were the last team in, and um,
1: yeah.
0: you were the last team in the uh, lower group. Uh, yeah. So, and then you start off one and one. You um, you'll lose your first game to Wooster. Um, didn't didn't see that yeah, game.
1: We haven't. We're really missing. Well, I mean. But, Thomas is Jonathan Thomas, who we were named yeah. after. Was, like We're really missing him right now. I mean, he was the starter for four years, basically was the points. Um, so, like, we're definitely missing that consistency. James, um, uh, I mean, uh, Auburn, uh, Joseph Auburn, hasn't not played up to what he's supposed to, Um, mm-hmm. like his stat, high school stats. I think he'll eventually find his way out. And get back into playing decent, but right now has been pretty underwhelming. Um even yes. the scrims, but I think he'll 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 work his way out. I think he's just gonna need a he's not uh plug and play wherever you want him, I don't think.
0: Yeah. So. And the tough thing is that the schedule doesn't get easier, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. like you you, you kind of got a little bit of short end of the stick there, um, with St. Paul. Uh Requesting you, and then Scottsdale's playing a lot better than we thought when we put him on the schedule for you guys. No, yeah, we'll,
1: we'll see us we'll see how St. Paul does tomorrow. Um, I think that'll be a really true test. Um, we had a really bad game against Ames. Um, we beat them pretty well in a scram, um, but it yeah. I mean, he Ames has his has James Walker and Fagan, who are utterly insane shooters.
0: But yeah. Ames was an interesting one because he wanted no part of the PNTT, but he wanted to play. So, yes, I mean, he's a,
1: he's a buddy from high school. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, long distance runner. Hmm? Is it is he a long distance runner? Yes. Okay, <laughs> Jacob cross country XI, XC. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's how I know. Sorry. <laughs> yes. I digress a little bit. <laughs> um. <laughs> But the two conference two teams in this... Well, there's three conference two... Four conference two teams in this group.
2: Oh, my word. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but Cambridge and New York City are um, both 2-0. and
1: Yeah. Uh, he's a Brathburn for Cambridge doing his thing. I mean, he's been yeah. over 25... 24 and a half well, his freshman year, 26 sophomore year, and he's at 24 again. So... Um, still doing his thing, shooting extremely well, um, kind of the lead horse there. Um, yeah, um, got a got a freshman center seven two, can't be too bad. Yeah, yeah. Actually, high school uh, four blocks, one point six steals, and ten and a half rebounds for their center. So.
0: I really like how Cambridge's schedule plays out. You know. The- mm-hmm. Dearborn, Aurora, uh, St. Louis, and then um, you guys in Fremont, you know, mm-hmm. I could see. But, you know, they struggle with Blacksburg. It was an overtime game. They won by three points.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so, but I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out for them. On the other hand, New York City, I like this team a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they, were a de- they went to the RTT last year and they replaced their worst class with uh, their one of their best classes, um, including Margarito Leon. They have some height. Um, that's not something the lower group usually has. So uh, mm-hmm. I think New York City has a good chance to run away at this group, but they still do have that rivalry game with Riverside coming up. So um, we'll see. And they, they didn't blow away our uh, St. Louis. They just won both games by two, one possession game. So, oh, yeah,
2: that's crazy. Close games.
0: Yeah.
2: Interesting. Bryce wasn't Bryce Eakin their freshman backup small forward? Wasn't he a top seventy-five, or was he just? Yeah, a he
0: was. I think he was. I think he's a two-two type.
2: He was a two-two time mm. oh, he, two, two he was top seventy-five. Okay, I guess a lot of a lot of netted.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of times. Yeah, there's. A, I mean, I've I've been keeping track of it for the last couple of years for the podcast and things like that. Usually the last. 67 to 75 are two twos so i don't think like i always tell people i don't think there's a big difference between someone ranked in the top 60 or that's ranked 60th and ranked 100 100th, 100th or 120 mm-hmm. there's there's probably a lot of those players that are two two and they just show up on the um on the uh, sheet
2: and then you get those rare ones that are like Ranked 13 because everybody put a scholarship on them. Mm-hmm.
0: They dropped fast.
2: Yeah, and then, yeah, and then it's out like in the next week. Mm-hmm.
0: So, what are you guys looking? Anything you guys are looking for within the next four games in the PNTT?
2: Ooh, what are we looking for? I mean, I'm looking for a turnaround here. We've got Hershey Colts for for us, so that's a good
0: right game. You know, it should. Be. It's a,
2: Yeah, recovery game it's either a crushing defeat and i don't know how we're going to pick ourselves back up for the regular season or it's a good you know uh morale booster to go into uh i think uh the rest of the season where we can or the rest of the pntt where we can go four and two Uh, Mm -hmm. i think that's very doable and it should it should happen um i mean that's what we're looking for yeah for
1: my personal team, hoping Auburn, uh, Auburn, Auburn turns it around here. Um, I wish the rest of them play a little bit better. I'm hoping Reno can just for Conference Twenty sake, will uh kind of runs through the rest of his games. Um, that'd be nice. Um,
2: yeah, <laughs> and then we're hoping for for Duluth to lose. That's um one game. That'd be great.
0: I think a lot of people are hoping that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so <It's> uh, okay. <laughs> he usually uses he usually loses one in the PNTT, at least, whether it's the tournament. Um
2: losing to St. Paul by, you know, 30 free throws or something,
0: you know. 41 free throws that game.
2: <laughs> 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 that's insane.
0: Hey, it's a rivalry game, you know. Like that's yeah. you know, it's one of the it's one of the biggest rivalries we got, and uh, I'm just glad that PMTT can host it every year.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Cool. But- well, that's it for everything, guys. Um, thanks for coming on, and uh, yeah, we'll post this shortly. Good luck to the rest of the teams in the uh, moving forward, and we'll see what happens.
2: For sure. Right. See you out there.